Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. Speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors lost the third of their three scrimmage games by a score of 117 to 106 to the Phoenix Suns, who played really well tonight. And um, I'm going to get to that game in just a second. But first, I got to tell you that, look, lately, we've all been craving buckets. No, we don't just mean the ones on the court. We mean the fried chicken kind. So we did some thinking. Baseball has hot dogs. Football has nachos. And now that basketball is back, it only makes sense to name Kentucky Fried Chicken its official food. Listen. Basketball players make buckets all the time. KFC makes buckets all the time. And theirs are filled with fried chicken, like famous original recipe or crispy popcorn chicken or even juicy tenders. So that settles it. KFC, the official food of basketball. Order at KFC.ca and get it before tip-off. So, yeah, this game, I mean, you know, it it wasn't fantastic. Um, I'll, I'll say, you know... In the first half, there just wasn't a lot of defense, and I kind of figured that, like, you know, okay, even if it's a scrimmage, the Raptors have this reputation of, you know, okay, all right, first half, you're decent, we're making uh, a few adjustments, Nick Nurse comes out with one or two different defensive adjustments and different defensive schemes, the players get a little bit more motivated, and of course, motivation in the bubble is debatable, but... Um, you know, usually they're able to just win those third quarters and, and close it out strong. And, you know, it kind of looked like it was going to go that way because the Raptors did come out with that starting five um, of Marc Gasol, Pascal Siakam, OG Anobi, Fred Van Vliet, and Kyle Lowry. Played some beautiful basketball during that stretch. There were a lot of really good sequences of ball movement and things like that. But, yeah, the, it just did not – I don't know, man. It just This was not the game for the Raptors. Um, I, I think defensively, they were sloppy, which is, again, uncharacteristic. And even, you know, offensively, they're really sloppy. And, and sort of those go hand-in-hand hand when the Raptors have, you know, 26 turnovers. <laughs> and you're just not going to be able to defend well if you're constantly guarding in transition. Even if you are as good of a defensive team as the Raptors. So, um, you know, it was not a great effort, I, I thought. Uh, again, you know, it, uncharacteristic. And I really do mean that because if you think about the Raptors, they're not a high turnover team. Um, you know, their season high for turnovers this season was 23. And that was against a really good defense and uh, against uh, the Boston Celtics. Phoenix Suns, not quite the Boston Celtics uh, offensively or defensively. But um, the 26 turnovers really hurt the Raptors. Defensively really hurt the Raptors. And the one thing is usually, you know, in these games... Okay, if the starting lineup is a little sloppy, which the Raptors defensively in the starting lineup had some, you know, weaknesses, whatever. Um, you know, not their best showing. But usually their bench comes in and gives a high effort, right? We saw that against Houston. And that's how the Raptors won that Houston game. We saw that against Portland as well. Um, you know, same deal. Even the third stringers came in, gave great effort. And um, today, yeah, the second unit just, I mean, it was not there. Like, it's, it's, it was an unfortunate game for a couple of these guys, Um and, you know, again, I don't want to single too many people out because this is not a great game for just a lot of players. But, um, but yeah, the, the bench guys, you know, they've been strong. Guys like Terrence Davis, Chris Boucher, Ronnie Hollis-Jefferson, Matt Thomas. Those guys have all given good efforts. 
so far in these uh, scrimmages and today was not their night. Um, but let's just start with the starters. So first off, the biggest thing is um, Marcus All played and he played extended minutes. His minutes doubled from 10 minutes in the second scrimmage. Obviously, he didn't play the first scrimmage against Houston, but 10 minutes against uh, Portland to 20 minutes against uh, the Suns here. And look, even if it was a min- minus 15 with five points, I thought he played really well. Like It's one of those games where I don't think the plus minus really is reflective of how, how Mark performed. I thought he was really active um, and, and just like really involved. I, I, I love the fact that, you know, it, it just seemed like the more of a committed effort to getting Serge or sorry, getting Mark the ball. I think some of it came at the expense of Serge Ibaka, who uh, obviously has been great in the first two games. We're, we're clear in the sense that we know Serge is going to be good. He's, he's ready. He's ready to go. Don't need to get Serge going. We need to get Marcus all going. And so uh, there was a lot more featuring of Marcus all with the starting lineup. Um, you know, the Raptors had two starting lineups. The, f- the first one, the first half, it was the big, big lineup, uh, same one from Portland, where Mark, Serge, Pascal in the front court, and then Fred and Kyle in the back court. And then in the second half, uh, Serge went to the bench. OG came in to replace Serge, and it was the regular starting lineup. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of uh, just a big emphasis put on and, and, you know, featuring Mark. And I thought not bad, really not bad. Um, again, you know, the fact that he only took five shots, I don't mind that because the way the Suns were guarding, they were sending – uh, a third defender at the center, and so you saw it with Serge too. Serge didn't get a lot of shot attempts; only five in twenty minutes for Serge as well. But um, you know, similar to Mark, Serge and Mark, both of them, because there was a third defender coming over, were able to make the extra pass, find the open corner shooters, and uh, just make good reads that way. And so I don't really mind the field goal attempts. I did like that Mark was aggressive looking for his offense, you know, with an intent to score. It, it, it's different. Look, you don't need to necessarily shoot the ball. You don't even necessarily put the ball through the basket. But if you're out there and you're aggressive, you're looking at the hoop, you're not just like quickly reversing the ball and, and, and flipping it back to the guy who put, entered it into the post. Um, if you're actually coming down and looking to make a play, um, I think it does make a big difference. I, I think, you know, early in the game we saw – a very unconventional play, I would say. Kyle Lowry posting up while Marcus All uh, spotted up in the, on the perimeter. It's usually the opposite. Uh, you don't see a lot of uh, six foot point guards um, kicking it out to seven footers. Uh, this isn't uh, uh, <laughs> this isn't Mark Jackson feeding uh, whoever was on the Pacers. I don't know. That's that's just an old head joke for Alex. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Mark was able to hit the mid-range jumper there. He hit a three later on, and I just like that. You know, he got into the post, tried to make a hard move, got fouled, um, and you know, I, I, I like the activity overall. Like, I think the the play that stands out to me the most for Mark's game today was one where you know there's a bit of a scramble in the paint, and uh, the Suns were able to get the ball to DeAndre Aiden, who's very athletic, seven footer, good hands, can finish. And Mark just came over and stuffed him right of the basket. And the loose ball trickled out to uh, Devin Booker in the corner. And of all people, it was Marcus All who, like, scrambled over and <laughs> pressured Booker and sort of really pressed up on him. Um, kind of got called for a foul because he kind of, you know, I don't know, man, put his heft, put his stomach on him. I, I'm not totally sure. I don't think Marcus All has a stomach anymore, actually. He's, he's really that trim now. But, um it turned out to be a foul, but I, I love the energy. I think the bench was really into it as well. Um, and I, and I like the way Mark can just really connect the, the, the defense for the Raptors as a whole, right? Like it, it's off the offense as a whole. It's just like the half court offense with Marcus Saul is just, it's just different. It's different. Not in the sense that Serge Ibaka is lacking. I don't think he's lacking. I think, you know, 
I've already talked about his ability to really stretch the floor this year. Obviously, he's a good finisher inside. You know, he had a post up. You know, he's actually creating a little bit of tiny bit of offense. Uh, you know, facing up and attacking from the post, which um, is nice. It's really nice. Uh, not necessarily what I normally look to search for to create his own offense, but he's even doing that. And he's passing well, right? He had two passes, especially in the third quarter today, back-to-back sequences, sort of in a short roll situation, attacking the big man, uh, recovering sort of on the move, getting a step on him. I think both times it was Aiden. And Serge, one play, he was able to find Norm open in the corner for three. He missed it, but good luck. And then another one where he was able to find Pascal open in the corner for three. He hit that one. But I just think Mark's ability to re- to screen, to make solid screens, um, you know, to, uh, again, the, just the passing is kind of next level with Mark. I think his ability to attack the closeout is very, very um, beneficial for the Raptors offense, which the whole idea is sort of, you, you run some actions, you get some pressure, you get a paint touch with a guy driving, someone swings over to rotate, and then you kick the ball out as quickly as you can, rotate the ball, and keep the cycle going until there's a crack and an opportunity to attack, whether it's an open three or a lane to drive to the basket. And I think Mark has done a really good job of that. And it's just his activity as a whole is, it was, was really good. I don't want to oversell this performance, but um, I, I did... I, I did come away really impressed with it, even though it was just a regular Marcus All game, I guess. But you know, we haven't seen regular Marcus All since pretty much like what January, so uh, that was a relief to see. Uh, the other thing in terms of relief, uh, Fred VanVleet played, and um, you know, there was a concern, you know, with his uh, with what his he banged knees um, in that Portland game. He checked out of the game, you know, after the game. Uh, Mark or sorry, um, Nick Nurse said, "Yeah, he's he seems to be fine. I don't think it's too big of an issue." Um, and I want to believe, <laughs> I want to believe coaches when they say that. But uh, also at the same time, maybe it was just a Ka- Kawhi Leonard season last year that kind of scarred me a little bit. But uh, I don't, I don't fully trust when coaches say these things. Um, you know, I'll, I'll believe it when I see them play. In this case, it was completely accurate. Uh, you know, Fred was able to go out there, play extended minutes. Uh, he played what twenty three minutes today, second highest on the team, uh, and 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 looked okay. Um, you know there were some positive stretches for sure in terms of um, you know he hit this uh, sort of a, a, a deep three. Um, you know got to the free throw line a couple of times. You know did some regular Fred stuff, but also was you know a bit of a step slow. I think off the dribble, uh, it seemed like creating separation was difficult for him, which again is not just a issue for him in this game where it's the Suns or, you know, he's got potentially a bit of a, uh, you know, banged up knee. Um, but yeah, you know, the, 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 you know, there were some moments where he wasn't creating, you know, separation. There was a back to back sequences there where, uh, he was trying to drive on Ricky Rubio, who's, you know, much taller than, than Fred and Fred's usually able to get the, the step on a guy like Rubio, but, uh, couldn't really do so. And kind of barfed up this like weak little push shot that, you know, hit the underside of the rim. Uh, no chance really there. Uh, and then the, the next time down, you know, trying to attack and drive by Booker and was called for a push-off where he was trying to create a bit of space there. So, um, you know, again, these are not issues that are exclusive to this game. You know, there's some things that just happen when you're six feet tall. But, um, yeah, I, I think on the whole, though, Fred, just being healthy um, and playing those 23 minutes, looking fresh. Um, is good, is good. Uh, I'm, maybe I'm expecting a little bit more of a slow start from Fred just because I think he's probably played maybe the least out of some of these guys. I guess Mark played less than him, but uh, I am going to be a little bit curious as to how Fred starts the season because um, 
again, he hasn't had a super heavy workload in the three games here. Uh, hasn't really gone off for like a classic Fred VanVleet, 25 points, 8 of 16 shooting with four threes type of performance with some great defense um, just yet. But uh, I thought he was okay today. Um, it was also a bit of a relief to see Norm Powell um, get a couple of shots off. Uh, you know, I, I thought Norm was kind of uncharacteristically slow in the first two games. You know, he shot one of ten from three, which, uh, you know, would explain a lot of his dip in scoring when you don't hit threes. But at the same time, you know, there was also kind of just, it felt like he was having to create a lot more of his own offense with guys who aren't really fully ready to play with Norm, who haven't played with Norm. Norm sort of captaining that bench unit, all bench lineup, and you know, we saw more of Norm sort of mixed in with the rest of the starters, you know, in that top seven there. Norm is definitely entrenched within there. And, uh, you know, he was able to get a couple of drives off. He hit, you know, two or three from three uh, and just did some regular Norm stuff. Like, really, I thought he was a really good game from Norm in terms of the offense. It's just, you know, he left two layups short, which, um, I mean, damn, that used to be Norm's old problem. This year, he's been finishing everything. So, uh, you know, I'll just chalk it up to bad luck. But, um, yeah, I thought Norm did fine. I think, um, you know, he's got that really, really powerful driving game where even though he's low to the ground and he's quick, um, he's able to take off from just a little bit too far out but then really extend that seven-foot wingspan, get to the rim for, uh, you know, a finger roll finish and stuff like that. Um, You know, so I I like the way Norm was able to score. And, again, it's just, you know, this is what I expect from Norm. Like 14 points on 6 of 11 shooting with two threes in 22 minutes. That's that you know that's that's the bar for Norm. I think that should be just you know um, I don't know. He's been so good this year that feels like a below average game. Um, but you know I, I think as a whole I, I like the way Norm attacked. Uh, I also you know I thought Pascal looked really solid. Um, I always like when Pascal makes jumpers because it really really makes him look invincible uh, offensively. Um, and you know we saw I think we saw more of the post moves in the previous games. You know we saw. Um, what, you know, he, he, he really dropped uh, Robert Covington a few times. Uh, you know, the Blazers don't really have anyone to guard Pascal. Um, and, and, yeah, today, I mean, it was more of the jumper. Uh, you know, the jumper has been sort of misfiring a little bit uh, for Pascal. We know that. Pascal can go games where he's one for five, and then the next game he's five or six from three. Um, and it all balances out. But, yeah, we saw today, you know, a lot more Pascal handling the ball. Uh, you know, I enjoy. I enjoy that. I think that's a part of his game that still needs to develop because I do think that I want to see him get all the way to the basket, break down a defense, maybe snake a pick and roll, put a defender on his back, drive to the rim, force a third defender, kick it out or something like that. I know that I'm asking for a lot. Those are like the hardest things to do in basketball basically is to ask these like six, nine wings like LeBron and Giannis and whoever, Jimmy Butler, um, Luca uh, to basically make those types of plays and, and then, the, you know, the difference there is just like, yeah, when you can really impress, really, really sharpen your handle, really, really put pressure on the rim, coming off that high screen, get all the way to the paint, uh, then that's where the defense completely is at your mercy. And I think Pascal right now is able to work the pick and roll. If there's a gap, he's able to shoot through the gap and get to the rim, although he usually takes off a little bit too far, but it's fine. Obviously, he's so long, it doesn't really matter. Um, or he's able to get the pull-up shot uh, jumper off, which... Again, it makes sense because he's six foot nine with a seven foot three wingspan. <laughs> You're just—I don't know, man. Not a lot of guys are going to be blocking that or even uh, affecting that shot too much. Um, but the thing right now for Pascal is he's not able to drive all the way to the basket and really get in that deep paint area. And I think that just comes with you know developing the handle, getting even sharper, making better reads, knowing how to use his body and sort of play the, the game where he's a little bit 
like a power, the power aspect of that power forward uh, and that power wing position rather than um, using the, the length right now to beat guys. I think he can – here's more he can do with his physicality, I think, on the pick and roll situation. But the jumpers today were great. Um, six of nine overall, four or five from three. Uh, right away he had a step back three. Uh, you know, the defense went under against Marcus Gasol. You know, him and Mark have a good two-man game going in the, in the pick and roll. I think that's his, probably his favorite pick and roll partner. Maybe outside of Kyle Lowry, who the only those guys only do it in, in crunch time. But um, yeah, I mean Pascal able to work that two man game with Marcus All. Defender goes under, pull up for three, bam, hit it, confident. Um, some catch and shoot threes as well. Um, and, and you know a, another step back, uh, and then you know there's even small things like you know whatever facing up against uh, Frank, you know um, Kaminsky again. You know that that guy is not really a great defender, uh, and you know it's sort of an easy target. Um, but yeah, I mean Pascal able to face him up, drive at him a little bit from the three point line, stop on a dime, pull up for a jumper with a little bit of a you know one leg and Eric Dirk style, you know to get his balance hitting that as well. So I, I thought Pascal was good. Again, I, I think you know look, he's clearly very down to score um, on nights where he's hitting threes and getting to the basket, completely unstoppable. That's a guaranteed thirty points. And then on nights when he's not. You know, one of the two, he's still usually able to be very effective. Um, but, you know, the consistency, I think, really will come from the playmaking. I think if you can develop that part of his game, maybe not immediately this year, but going forward, um, yeah, Pascal's going to be real scary. He's already pretty scary right now. Kyle took some charges, played some, uh, just again, just a, another good Kyle Lowry game. Um, you know, took two charges, including one where the Suns reviewed it, video uh, challenged it, which. Like, come on, man. Monty Williams, like, I think you've done a really good job with this team this year, the Suns. I think they had some injuries. It's unfortunate, but they're better than the record. But, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> what are we doing challenging calls and scrimmages, man? Come on. Um, trying to give Bill Ken- Bill Kennedy, the referee, some extra reps in, in, in scrimmages to look at film. Like, we don't need that. Uh, and, of course, it was a bad challenge because Kyle actually took a good charge, as he usually does, well outside the restricted area. Um, you know, hit some threes as well. Kyle, I think he's, he's played a good game so far. I, I think Kyle's worked with all the lineups. Kyle's been Kyle. Uh, there's nothing else to say really about that. Um, OG, another really solid, you know, understated kind of game from OG, kind of similar to that Portland game where he has only seven points and, uh, like a couple of assists over that, you know, it didn't look like that big of a game. Uh, but I thought OG played well today as well. Um, you know, 10 points, 4 or 7 shooting. Didn't start the first half, started the second half. In the first half, he was the first sub to, sub to come in for Fred anyway. And I think that's, um, you know, that's to, to be expected. OG is the starter in this in this team. Um, you know, and, and I, I like OG right now in terms of his confidence. I think it's really clear that he's trying to do stuff. Um, and I appreciate that. Uh, first off, it's a scrimmage, so definitely go out there and, ch- and strut your stuff and try out stuff that you've been working on. Um, but B, I, I also think that, like, kind of building off of that, you know, Portland game where he was able to drive the paint, uh, either finish or kick out and stuff like that. OG did a little bit more of that handling today. I think, the, you know, there's one play where he was sized up against um, Aiden on the baseline, so that was a bit of a mismatch for him. OG was able to drive hard, get underneath the basket, and then kick it out, uh, which I think resulted in a swing, which led to a, a three. So the hockey assist there. Um, yeah, you know, OG even tried out a step back mid range shot, like like a pull up mid range. Like man, um, you know, that maybe maybe he really does want to be Kawhi. I don't know, but yeah, it was it, it's the confidence I think is there for him to try to show a, you know, a couple of new things in his game and. 
And then, yeah, that's the, also the old things in the game, which are great, which is uh, the three blocks. Um, OG really is able to... Uh, it's it's just nice to have a, a small forward who can block shots. Like it's it's a pretty nice premium um, to have that extra layer of room protection. Especially a couple, OG got a couple of tough ones in transition. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I saw basically saying that most of the starters played decently. It's I, I just think the you know the a the you know the Raptors were a little sloppy. Um, you know, seems like Pascal, for example, has like missed like the entry pass to Surge like three straight games now. It's it's a little weird. It uh, seems like something basic. I think they can maybe work that out. Um, and yeah, just there were some. There's just too many turnovers. Uh, man, 28 turnovers. That is an obscene number, um, even for a scrimmage. But yeah, I mean, you know, I also thought the bench just just couldn't come in and do stuff. Like Terrence Davis, I don't understand why he kept turning the ball over. Um, he started out strong with this drive, sort of like burst through like three defenders and got to the rim for a layup and I was like okay great another great Terrence Davis game he's been real solid uh, outside of his uh, Instagram game um, you know at the bubble so far uh, you know okay let's another let's see another great Terrence Davis game and then all of, it just went downhill from there I mean he took some bad shots there was like a really bad two for one where I think it was like 28 seconds left he like took a pull up contest heavily contested three like Kyle Larry can get away with that Fred might even get away with that Terrence doesn't. He's not. He's not getting away with that as a rookie, man. I mean, even if it's a two for one, you just got to know. Twenty eight seconds of the shot clock differential of four. Even the math, I don't think, works out on that. Um, and then the turnovers, man. Four turnovers. He's just dribbling the ball off his foot. Not really able to get the Raptors into their sets, which is kind of an issue on the whole, right? I've talked about it in the previous two podcasts about the scrimmages where the Raptors running these um, all bench lineups. And that's cool, but uh, without you know Kyle or Fred or even like a guy like Mark to go out there and, and settle things down for you offensively to sort of just set the table, get things going, like it's just different, man. I mean, Rondé playing point power forward slash center weirdly, you know, it, it works to a degree, but I think on the whole, it's not a very efficient way to start your offense. Uh, Terrence hasn't really done a great job of it. Even Norm hasn't done a great job of it. Like, it's coming down to Matt Thomas to handle the ball a lot, which, uh, again, that's not really his role. So, um, not a great game for Terrence. Chris Boucher, um, you know, if I speak, I'll be in big trouble. Um, you know, I don't want to have to pull the Jose Mourinho. But, uh, yeah, let's just say he got into early foul trouble. Um, couldn't really hold his post position, which, again, is kind of a common trend. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that it happened against Frank Kaminsky a day after it happened against uh, Wayans Gabriel. But, um, you know, it, it was just not a great start for Boucher. I thought he finished strong, I guess. You know, he had a great putback dunk, a uh, big highlight block. You know, definitely some some highlights there to uh, be shared. But um, on the whole, not a great game. And, again, if I speak, I am in trouble. So, uh, you know, I prefer not to speak. Uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, um, you know, for a guy who's a, a hustle player – you really got to like be noticeable. Um, sometimes maybe you're noticeably bad, which which happens with Rondé sometimes. But he wasn't even really that noticeable today. I think just the overall activity of the game was low. He didn't really bring it up, which is kind of his job. But again, it's also scrimmage, so hard to fault him that much for what Rondé did. But yeah, not that involved today, um, offensively or defensively. Matt Thomas he hit a three. It was it was funny for a second, but then yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just couldn't get a lot of good shots off. Again, the bench not running great offense is going to hurt a shooter like Matt, who mostly is getting open catch-and-shoot threes, uh, a couple cuts of the basket, and then the occasional pull-up three off a high screen. But, um, yeah, not a lot of organization out there. Uh, it was interesting that the Raptors went to Paul Watson. I think he's he's maybe um, established himself a little bit. 
you know, if you, you know, okay, so McCaw's been out um, all three games, and then um, O'Shea Brissett didn't play the last two. So maybe it's just Paul Watson, I don't know, getting minutes because there's no one else right there. But, yeah, he, he's had some extended run. and I, I, I like what I see from him a little bit, you know. Um, has a bit of a handle. He's, he had some pretty bad free throw misses, but I, I think on the whole he's probably a decent three point sh- or a free throw shooter. Certainly the fact that he's a good three-point shooter at the G League level. Um, has size, guards, you know, plays, you know, defense. Um, you know, I'm, interest- I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to see uh, what's the next step for Paul and whether he can crack the main roster after his uh, two-way deal. Uh, Stanley Johnson got some time in there. Malcolm Miller got some time in there. Dewan Hernandez got some time in there. But, again, it was all pure garbage time at that point. So, yeah, on the whole, it was just sloppy, man. I don't know. Maybe they just lost their motivation after playing a couple of uh, scrimmage games. But, yeah, it was, this one definitely more than Portland and definitely more than um, the Houston game uh Looked like a scrimmage. This one was not very competitive from the Raptors. But, um, yeah, on the whole, I think, look, everyone's healthy, which is great. That's what you – well, McCaw's not there. There's a mysterious injury, I guess. But uh, for the most part, everyone is healthy, um, and that's the most important thing. You know, you got Fred coming back. You got, you know, Fred and Norm getting some, you know, actual um, shots up, you know, getting some good results there. Um, you know, you got, you know, Pascal hitting some jumpers. You got Mark looking energetic again. I would say most things are positive. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. The Raptors obviously play for real um, uh, this weekend when they uh, take on the Los Angeles Lakers. But yeah, I mean, as a whole, the Raptors 2-1 and one on the scrimmage. Uh, not bad. Uh, in terms of your three stars, um, the first star, I'm giving that to... Ah... Uh, I'll give it to Kyle. I'll give it to Kyle. I thought Kyle played a really good game, man. Two charges, 11 points, you know, um, four bait shooting, three of seven from three, four rebounds, seven assists. Um, you know, I, you know he, he pulled out the towel look again, which I really tells me the basketball's back when Kyle Lowry ties a towel around his head and puts a hoodie over it and, you know, it zips up, it <laughs> zips it up. So you can only see, you know, basically his, his eyes and the, the bridge of his nose. Um, that That's when you know nature is healing and, and basketball is really back. Um, yeah, Kyle played a great game. I mean, I don't know. It's a regular game for Kyle, but, you know, today is good enough for first star. Second star, yeah, that's a Pascal. 17 points uh, in 26 minutes, 6 of 9 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3, uh, 3 rebounds, and assist, a couple of turnovers, but on the whole, scored well, played well. You know, guarded with some energy. I think I saw him trying to clap his hands, pick people up, and then uh, close out real hard on a, in a corner shooter and, and gave some effort there. Unfortunately, none of his teammates responded. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, salute Pascal, trying to do his best there. It just wasn't really going for the Raps tonight. Uh, so you got the second star. And then the third star, go a couple ways with it. Uh, I think OG has a has a case. I think Norm has a case. But, look, man, I titled this one after Mark. And for Mark's 5.9 rebound, 2 assist, uh, 1 steal, 2 block, performance i'll give it to mark you know look listen um the bar for mark even though he's he's trimmed down and there's all this hype is still kind of low until we fully see it i, I you know I, I think there's more mark can do to assert himself but i thought on the whole he played well today offensively defensively showed great energy and um i mean damn he showed so much great energy he was riding the bike after the raptors lost the game like <laughs> so um hopefully mark can I mean, at a minimum, bring what he did today and, and hopefully build off this, you know, add in a little bit more of that scoring. We know that defense is good. We know, we know. I mean, like, what, Aiden shot, what, three of eight today, uh, seven points. Like, defensively, we know Mark can do his job. Um, but, 
yeah, you know, uh, I, I would like to see more of the scoring. I think he's capable, and I think the Raptors are also expecting that from him because they keep featuring him early on, you know. Um, so, in terms of the Gerald Henderson Award, there is only one candidate. Although, I would say Ricky Rubio making some very, very awkward leaning jumpers, uh, including four threes, was a bit of a surprise. But Ricky's really improved in that sense, so not too surprised. But uh, McCall Bridges, man, 26 points, 10 of 12, shooting four or five from three. Uh, two steals, a block. I mean, just a lot of great plays. Five assists as well. Um, he was excellent. He was excellent. I mean, he's had a nice year for Phoenix. I, he's a nice piece for them. I, you know, uh, coming over from what I guess Philadelphia on draft night. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's nice, man. The Villanova product. You know, we know Villanova creates some pretty solid players. We've seen Kyle Lowry, their most uh, what their best product. Um, you know, be, be the cornerstone of the Raptors for the last like six seven years. So. Um, yeah, we know Villanova is able to create great players, and, and uh, you know McCall Bridges I think fits right into that two way player. Again, most Villanova players play both ends, hustle, um, and uh, you know three point shot is there for for, for him. Uh, the defense has already been pretty good. I saw some pretty good clips of him guarding and, and shutting down Tatum in a previous game. So um, shout out to him. But yeah, the scoring today, man, oh my god, twenty six points. A lot of it in transition, but a lot of also you know just like swift catch and shoot plays and. Uh, the Suns played a good game, so you know, tip your hat to them. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's also a scrimmage, so who knows? Uh, the Suns got to make up a whole lot of games to uh, force that uh, play-in tournament. Um, so I, I don't think we'll be able to see the Suns again. You know, they're not on the Raptors' schedule, but uh, you know, good luck to them, man. I mean, I, I think uh, what's his name, Monty Williams, has really done a good job coaching this team. Again, I think they're better than what the record suggests, and. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in the future. Uh, I really do enjoy watching the Suns. I think Devin Booker is really, really nice. Um, and, you know, so that does it for the podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Big thanks to KSC for sponsoring the podcast. And yeah, so um, in, in terms of the show, so look out for another episode of the Raptors Weekly Podcast. I'm going to be having a guest on to discuss the scrimmage games and sort of look ahead to the schedule. Um, you know, sort of back to regular programming in that sense, and then. There will be the uh, you know the reaction podcast after the you know the games uh, on the weekend. Uh, you're also going to hear uh, the Raptors over everything live call-in show. We are 95 percent of the way there in terms of the technicals. We're going to make it one more smooth run through, and then yeah, um, we look forward to taking your calls. Vitali from Moscow. We're going to be calling you at a better hour, so it's not going to be 2 a.m. when you know, uh, and we might not be catching you on the verge of going out for the evening, uh, maybe more closer to dinner time. So hopefully Vitaly's able to call in. Uh, I'd be excited to, uh, you know, talk to Josh uh, and talk to all of you guys. So I'll have more information on that as well. Um, and of course we're looking, we're making some other more um, projects as well uh, at, at Yahoo Sports Canada. We're, we're trying to bring as much Raptors content as possible. Uh, obviously watch run it back. That's coming out later this week as well. And um, yeah, there's a lot of great content, man. Look, the Raptors are back. Um, you know, nature is healing. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to it. Uh, maybe we'll talk then. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.